All right, welcome back to another episode of the Ring 'em Up podcast. We got Carlos obviously with us today, but we also brought back Jose for another episode. Um, how y'all doing today, fellas? Good, good. Hey, thanks for having me back on, man. I told my wife I think I said too much. I'm never going to get invited back. But, <laughs> and no. then when I got the invite today, I told her she was so happy for me. Yeah, no, we're we're pumped to have you, man. Oh. We've got a lot of good feedback, so we're well, happy to have you, man. I got some feedback. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, Cisco. Cisco, if you're hearing this, shout out. <laughs> That's yep. all, man. But we're a fifth of the way through the season, boys. I mean, what's on your mind? I mean, shit. What isn't on your mind right now? More is more like it. You know what I mean, Carlos? As a Yankee fan, how you feeling? Like shit. I want Brian Cashman out of there as soon as possible. How that man got an extension is beyond me right now. So you want to keep him? But don't sorry, you want to keep him? But what about Aaron Boone? Uh, Aaron Boone's not so much at fault here. Don't get me wrong; some of it is his fault, but it at all it comes down to Brian Cashman put this team together. We have, I think, it's top three highest payroll in the big leagues, and we're giving it to Aaron Hicks to Josh Donaldson. Like, well, I mean, what do you do when your what, what, when your lineup gets hurt every year? Okay, well. That's part of the reason why I think the Yankees are so bad. They have 14 guys on the IL right now. 14 of their main starters are on the IL right now. Right. Judge, Stanton, Carlos Rodon, Luis Severino, Bader just came back, Donaldson, Montas, not that they're any help, but Loisega, Tommy well, they Kinley, were, they were supposed to be Lou help. Trevino, Jake Bowers just came back, Scott Efros, Luis Hill. All these guys are hurt, and these are all guys that would be playing. You guys have the second highest payroll at $260 million. And we're giving guys like Aaron Hicks seven years, <laughs> $70 million fucking dollars. I hate Aaron Hicks so goddamn much. It is unbelievable how much I hate it. And not even me. I think every Yankee fan, there's not one Yankee fan that actually likes Aaron Hicks on this team. It's Real quick before you get on your soapbox, you know, the AL East had the third highest winning percentage month of all time. And you guys are a part of the AL East, man, so... Yeah, well, okay, so we're, we're sitting in last right now. It's not looking great, but, I mean, it, it's a lot of it is just how, one, how hurt we are, and two, I mean, the AL East is one of those divisions where we're down, I believe it's eight games right now, seven games from first, and that's not where you want to be. You were, let's see. That division can get away from ten games. real fast. Actually, we're 10 games back in the AL East. That, and that that's not good. Yeah, it can that's get, really, really good. You know, the saying good. goes, you can't win a division in April, but you can lose oh, one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the Yankees, a fifth of the way through the season, man. I mean, I know the overreaction is valid, like you said. There's just a lot of roster construction where you have Willie Calhoun hitting fourth. A uh, guy that was uh, bounced around everywhere, and your, your lineup's looking kind of wild for a New York Yankee traditional lineup. Right. There's time. A wild card is definitely not yeah. out of the question. Well, at this point, that's what it is. I mean, the Rays aren't going to slow down. I mean, uh, Toronto's playing good ball. Not even Toronto. Let's talk about the second-place team, the Baltimore Orioles. They're playing really good ball right now. I mean, like I said, it, we can lose the division in April. Well, now May, but... I mean, I just don't see how this team gets much better. I mean, with all these prone injury guys on our team, Donaldson, Hicks, again, Stanton, Judge is down. I mean, Luis Severino. I compared him. Who did I compare him to the other day? Oh, to Zion Williamson. Oh, yeah. Luis Severino's the Zion Williamson of baseball. There was so much hype behind it when he comes back and is kind of healthy. They, you know, there's glimpses of him being really being elite, but then out of nowhere, something's always hurting. Something's always hurting, and it's tough, man. How do you? I mean, as a player, how do you, how do you uh, kind of get past that? You know what I mean? Or is it something psychological? Where well, you're just scared see, that you're always going to be hurt, or always thinking about it in a sense. And seeing this is why I think Aaron Boone's not so much to blame here. Don't get me wrong; he makes very controversial move, moves. Like what manager does it, though, yeah. You know any I mean? manager will. I get it, but he's seventeen and sixteen with a team full of minor leaguers at this point so that's why i don't think aaron boone's really all to blame here i think it's a lot on brian cashman bringing in or constructing a payroll with a bunch of awful players like yeah he spent a lot of money but all in the wrong places so that's where i see i mean i hate it we play the rays uh 10 times no we play them seven times in the next two weeks oh that's tough so we play them three in Tampa this weekend, and then we play a four-game 
stretch out in New York next weekend. But, I mean, realistically, we'll be lucky to win maybe two if we're lucky. I mean, we have Oakland in, in between both of those series, so I'm hoping we get a sweep there. But, you know, with these Yankees, you never know. You really never know. Um, quick question for both of you here. Do you guys know um, there's 30 teams in the MLB, right? Yes. Where would you think their batting average compared to all every other team is? The Yankees? The Yankees. I mean, I'd have to imagine it'd be bottom 10. Thinking of that lineup construction and who's in that lineup again, Willie Calhoun. Franchi Cordero. IKF. I, yeah, exactly. So thinking of Aaron those guys Hicks. that are in that lineup, then we're going to think we're in the bottom in the bottom third of the league. Yeah, at the very, yeah. The, as we're, as you know, there's no pitching right now uh, be, beyond Garrett Cole. Beyond Garrett Cole. AL Pitcher of the Month for the month of April. The Yankees are 27th. Yikes. In batting average. That's, oh, wow. Let me name you the three teams below them. The Detroit Tigers. Yep. The Oakland A's. Damn. And this one was actually surprising. In last place, the Seattle Mariners. Really? The Mariners I tough, mean, they're not, playing, they're not really playing month. that good, honestly. The Mariners are kind month. of struggling. They have a team batting average of 218 right now. The Yankees have a 228 batting average. They were honestly the biggest surprise to me so far. I thought they were going to come out, be a... Be a uh, contender for that West over there. I mean, bigger, bigger surprise than your Cardinals. Well, fuck no, ain't oh. nothing a bigger surprise. I mean, I think that's kind of caught everybody by surprise. I mean, the Cardinals, fucking the Cardinals are an organization that's gonna be in that division. You know what I mean? Be at the top of that division and has been for the past who knows how many years. And then all of a sudden you come out and you lay this egg that you've laid. Like how how is this how has this happened? Like to me, it's more of an internal situation. Like. What's going on in that dugout and who's pissed off that you guys aren't able to play good? Because there's some kind of talking going on. Yes, Marmol needs to go, and I think John Mozeliak, too. I think he's done. Like, what have you done since the 2011 World Series that you've won? What have you done since that? Like, nothing. You get to the playoffs, yeah, cool, congratulations, but what happens? Usually a first-round knockout. Right? I mean, like, how long are you going to allow this to fucking happen? Like... It hasn't changed, it hasn't changed, it hasn't changed. So why are we just sitting back and letting this continue to happen? You have the money as the organization. Find someone that likes to go spend the money. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Juan, Ye- Juan Yepes uh, and who else got called up today because um, Tyler O'Neill's back on the IL. Weird, what a surprise. And Woodford, Woodford also is on the IL now, so they bring up Juan Yepes and... I can't even think of who the other guy is, but again, why is Jordan Walker not in the fucking league right now? What happened to him? Exactly. He's not hurt? No, he's not hurt. They just optioned his ass back down to AAA. Why? This is your top prospect. You're not winning ball games. Why is he not? There's not better guys than him on that team. No, there's not. Why is he not up there getting his reps in? Why? Someone give me an explanation because I haven't seen one. Honestly, I think the St. Louis Cardinals might be the biggest surprise of this year. And not- I mean, it's a it's a it's a team it's a team and an organization that's pride themselves on being there, being competitive, being competitive, being competitive, and then all of a sudden you come out and you lay this egg and nothing is getting done. Like, what are we doing to change this? You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing to change this? That West Coast trip, man, going two and a on that West Coast trip. Really- well, they got swept by the Dodgers. Yep, they got swept by your Dodgers, right? Yep. So it's. I mean, and then they turn around and get swept by the Angels at home right when after. When that happened, I was like, dude. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. what are we doing? Why is this continuing, and why are you not trying to make this team better? I don't understand. I think John Mozeliak's done. I think he's got to go. I'm sick and tired of his shit. I want someone in there that's willing to go out and get guys and really try to make this team a contender for not just the fucking division, but for a World Series. General manager in, in this league, in Major League Baseball, is a tough gig, man, because you go through and you have an eye for talent – the Cardinals have always been able to develop their own and keep it in house and bring in prospect after prospect. But not lately. But lately, they've made some really bad decisions where you get rid of a Randy Orozarena, where you get rid of a uh, Zach Gallon, a Zach Gallon. You Sandy. get rid of a Sandy Alcantara. You get rid of a uh, what's the dude's name Garcia in Texas? Adonis. Yeah. Adonis. You know what I mean? Like these are guys that are killing it. Instead, you got fucking. Uh, you got uh, what's his name, Burleson or whatever, playing right field right now. Like, who the hell is this guy? How is he playing over your number two prospect and not just your organization, but the whole MLB? Like, how is that even a thing right now? How is that even a possibility? 
what are you guys doing? They've done a real good job at keeping some real shitty fucking prospects that they want to claim and getting rid of fucking good guys from what I've seen lately. And then you get a fucking prospect from the Rays and Matt, again, Liberator, Liberator, however the fuck you say his name. Why is this not guy being brought up now to have some start and see what he can do in the league? Why? Might get to that point. When? Get to that point. When? I mean, when? <clears throat> I mean, how long is it going to take? My only, my only hope right now is tomorrow's is is Wainwright start tomorrow because if they're going to have any kind of chance, I think if Wainwright can come out, give them a solid a solid outing and win a ball game, I think it gives them some kind of a hope that something can happen now that you have him back in the rotation because Wainwright's a, a Kershaw of sorts that we were just watching, right? He's not going to go out there and dazzle anyone, but he's going to give you a quality start that's going to give you a chance to win every game that he's out there. Yeah, he might get hit around every once in a while and give up a you know, a big spot where you can't do nothing, but more than likely, that guy is going to give you a shot day in and day out to compete and win some ball games, and it, he's going to put it on the fucking lineup to really show out. He's so a heartbeat. No, nothing he's else to do it. He's a heartbeat, man. He's a heartbeat. He's, he's one of the last ones standing there. I mean, honestly, I think he should have left last year just so that way at least he ends in somewhat of a good term. But he's got to go through this for his last season. Dude, I feel bad for you, but you fucked up and made a bad mistake. I mean, as they sit now, they're 10-23. and 23. There's literally two other teams that are worse than them. Oakland and Kansas City. Oakland and Kansas City. That's horrible. How, how, have, how have you gotten to that spot? That's really, how? really bad. That's tough to look at it like that. That's tough to look <laughs> at it like that. They're 1-9 in their last 10 games. They're on a seven-game losing streak, and they have a negative 24 run differential. John Mosaic needs to go, and Marmol needs to go. Both of them need to get the fuck out of there, and someone needs to get Yachty back into that head coaching spot now, immediately. I that guy that. that guy is what held that organization together for years and years and years, and I'm very convinced of it seeing what I'm seeing now. The dude leaves, and all of a sudden, we're gone to shit. How? He's a player coach, man. How? Get his ass last back. Time I, last him. time I was here, we, we went at length of how Marmol prior lost the clubhouse when... When Tyler O'Neill, correct, with the Tyler O'Neill situation, correct. that's when it all fell to shit. Correct. You call out your you, and and you've seen other situations over the last couple of weeks where managers handle their shit and they handle it and correctly and nothing happens. Look at the Detroit fucking Tigers. You told me. Look at the Detroit fucking Tigers. They just beat the Cardinals today, first and foremost. I mean, let's relax. They're 14 and 17 in second place. Okay, but they didn't just shit the bed. I mean, the Detroit Tigers are bad, but they didn't just shit the bed. No, you're right. You know what I mean? He had the incident with Javi Baez, pulled him aside, sat his ass on the bench, and said, hey, that's not acceptable. Away from the cameras, away from the media, not in anyone's fucking face so the whole world can see it, right? And all of a sudden, Javi Baez comes out, and he had a good stretch where he was batting like 360, 375 for like a 10-game stretch and, you know, had like two bombs. You know what I mean? Why didn't that happen with St. Louis? Well, probably because Marmol went on fucking in front of the news media, in front of the cameras, and told everyone, hey, O'Neal's a fucking piece of shit. They can't do anything right. Like, how do you... Tough time, tough time, man. I mean, you were right about Jordan Walker. He did get demoted on the 26th, so over a week ago. Why? He struggled a little bit. Didn't Sent him really back struggle. Down. He was hitting. He he had sixteen <laughs> hits in twenty games. Who isn't struggling on he that was, team? He yeah. was five for twenty six after the hit streak, hitting one ninety two with nine strikeouts. So they wanted to send him down and get his groove. But at this point, if you got and I think now like he's that, hit, I think now he's hitting under two hundred as well on AAA. What are you doing to these guys? Yep. You get them all excited. You get them there for opening day, and then you said twenty games into the season. Eh, actually, you're not ready. What the fuck you mean you're not ready, dude? Is it because they wanted to give Carlson more playing time? I mean, or uh, they had that they had Burleson out, and they've had him in majority of the games right now. Why is this guy playing? It's wild. Because you have Brandon Donovan out that, that plays outfield every now and then too. Crazy what are we times. doing? I think I think the Cardinals. It's more of a. I think the manager's kind of what, you know, the manager's the captain of the boat. You know, during a season, during the game, not not necessarily the GM. I mean, don't get me wrong, he has a big say in what goes on, but. I think the manager just doesn't have that locker room, and I think that's why they're struggling really bad. See, I, I, it's kind of like the White Sox, but I think the White Sox problem is a clubhouse problem with the players, not the manager. They're I mean, going to blow that up. I and mean, we talk about teams, and to go off of tangent there, because we might get into a little bit who's going to be buyers and sellers here in right. a little bit. The White Sox need to get blown up, man. I the, mean, I think so, too. They've had that same core for a few years now, and it 
hasn't played out. Well, you got guys. You got you have guys that go in and out of the IL. They come, they go, they come, they go. I mean, this team was really built around the hopes of Eloy Jimenez and uh, Luis Roberts, Luis Roberts, and Yoan Moncada. You know what I mean? And these are the guys that are going in and out of your of your of your uh, lineup on a regular basis because they're always getting hurt too. You know what I mean? Yeah, that man. that team's about to get blown up, and it's uh, it's going to be a struggle for any White Sox fans for the next couple of years, I would imagine. I think you get rid of those guys now and hope you can get a good package and kind of build from there. I was looking at that, though. Um, a lot of these guys are still under contract for a couple years, so it's going to be tough for teams to kind of give up something that for guys that only have control for a year or two. You know, I feel like if they had someone a little more promising, like I think Tim Anderson's the only one who has – like three years of control left with that team. So if they were to trade him away, like the team, who he'll can. be the biggest piece on there. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely. Or Giolito, I think, is also you know like on the. Well, I mean, you also have a Dylan Cease. You have, I mean, guys that he can, just got paid, didn't he? Yeah, they're not let Dylan, Dylan go. I don't think they would let him go. Well, I mean, at this point, it's why why really try to keep anyone? I mean, I mean, are you are you going to keep a Dylan Cease around? That's going to see a you rebuild for the next five years and him want to be there. I don't know. He's on the one year. He's. So I guess. Up. I guess he technically is a free agent so. this upcoming year. A lot of changes. A lot of changes. Some positive stuff, though, man. Bryce Harper's back after what was it, 160 days since his Tommy John surgery. Look, I love it. I love it. I'm glad he's back, but I really just hope Uh-oh. that nothing serious happens to him. Bryce Harper has that dog in him, bro. He does. He has that dog in him. He does, but at the end of the day, your That's body's going to do what your body does. He, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was 16, and he's always been the chosen one, and yet he hasn't. he's won an MVP two times. Yeah. Two times, two-time MVP. Like Let, I said, I hope, no, I, I hope nothing but the best for him. He hit, Did you see the standing ovation he got today out there? Yeah, that was cool. He got a big old standing ovation his first at bat. I mean, fuck face. I'm sorry. You get you come back, you hit the standing ovation, and then you have Chris Dell out there pumping 100 miles an hour from the left side again. At home, and then his so, first. Sorry, bud. And then his first uh, <laughs> actual plate appearance at Dodger Stadium with Julio on the mound. Oh, yeah. That's a very tough guy to yeah, come back uh, against. I don't uh, care. I don't care how good you are at the plate. Julio's a really good fucking pitcher. Lefty, lefty. And then he go 0 for 4 with 3 Ks. The yeah. first day he did, but yeah. then he got on base five five times on the very next game. So Right. So, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I love it, and I think it's an awesome move, but... I just I hope mean, it wasn't. I just hope it wasn't uh, rushed. Too, yeah, rushed. Too, because, too rushed. Yeah. I mean, the Phillies aren't a bad team. They're 15 and 18 right now. I mean, yeah, they're under 500, but I just... Bryce Harper to me as well as one he's locked up in Philly for years to come, but two let's just assume he re-injures himself or that elbow isn't well, fully healthy like he's gonna be done for a while. That's what I'm saying. Like that, I mean, and I just feel like we're we're at the beginning of May. It's literally May fifth, and I mean I guess he could become a DH for the rest of his career. If the Phillies didn't start this bad, I think he stays on IL a little longer. If they didn't start this bad and are looking for a spark. He wanted to come back. He's a competitive guy, and he pushed the limits of what it is to come back. I well, bl- yeah, and I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why he's on. That's why he's back so quick. You know what I mean? He, he, he shouldn't see the field though at all. I don't. He, I don't. He yeah, no, absolutely not. But Just, I, that, that's what I don't get because I think the Phillies' problem is their pitching. I don't think it's necessarily their hitting. They're top. They're fourth in batting average across the league. I mean, they're hitting bombs. They're they have. Uh, it's like the fifth most RBIs. I mean, they're a good team offensively. I think it's their pitching that's, and he's not going to help them on that side of the ball. That's true. He's so that's why Otani. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't. I don't know why he rushed it as much as he did. I mean, I get it. I do. He wants to come back. I mean, he's also one of those guys that he's a he's a presence. You know what I mean? When right. He's, when he's playing on when the he's field. In the, yeah. When he's when he's in the game, he's going to hit ball. a big home run. Exactly. He's a presence that. Uh, He's kind of like that Yachty presence, you know what I mean, in a sense. Not to that caliber, but I think he's definitely in a similar way. Or like having a, you know, even like a Freddie Freeman or a Trey Turner or a Mookie Betts of a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's he's, like, he, these guys carry a certain kind of presence that with them just being there brings a different level of game to the whole clubhouse. Yeah, Bryce is to provide that spark, especially with the Braves becoming, you know, the odds-on favorite in the National League and just rounding it up and getting better. Talking about pitching on the Phillies, though, Aaron Nola is going to be a free agent. Anybody else pays him? Uh, yeah, he gets paid. 
But by the Phillies or by someone else, you think? It has to be the Phillies. The Phillies, if they want to stay relevant, the Phillies have to pay this yeah, man. because they really have no pitching other than him and uh, Zach, Wheeler. Zach Wheeler. And Zach Wheeler, honestly, ain't been all that great this year. Yeah, I think they're... He's struggled if, a little bit. I mean, if they want to stay contenders, which I still think they are, they got to they gotta pay Aaron Nola for sure. Well, I think by them locking up Harper for what was it, fucking like a, a million years, something like that, until he's seventy-two. Yeah, until he's. Did he sign the th- the ten three thirty or yeah, he signed the ten three thirty, right? Because I remember that Machado got ten three hundred and Bryce Harper is on thirteen three thirty. Oh, okay, thirteen. So he's getting paid until twenty thirty-two. That's crazy. That sounds so far away, but it's not. Yeah, that's very. That's also true. But I think as an organization, when you sign a guy like Bryce Harper for 13 years, you got to kind of understand like we got to do everything that we can to really be competitive for at least the Half next. Yeah, at least the next six, seven, eight years of that contract. You know what and I those mean? Those big contracts, man. There's, there's only a handful that really worked. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't. We always we always look at them. They always look bad at the end. Yep. Yeah. That's like that Pujols contract in in, in, in Anaheim. Yeah. Oh, that well, that bitch was horrible from the very beginning. Oh, Miguel Cabrera's contract too. You can say that as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you look at these deals: two hundred and forty plus. The only two hundred Rendon's. The only the only two hundred forty plus million dollar contract that worked out was Max Scherzer on the Nationals. Yeah, and that paid out big time. What about a? There's a little off. Like completely off the rails, but didn't Steven Strasburg get a really big contract? Yeah, and they, has they, just not pitched. Yeah. I mean, he's had the right. one year where let's really get let's get into it. Here, here's the biggest freezing contracts in history, right? So some of them are too early to tell. Aaron Judge, too early to tell. Nine years, three sixty, right? You know, you get paid till twenty thirty one. That will see him age forty two season. Whew. Bryce, yeah, thirteen years, uh, also till thirty one. Signed that when he was 26. That's going to pay him till his age 40 season. God damn. Corey Seager, 10 years. Signed that when he was 27. That's going to run till 2031. And that's going to pay him till he... That's going to be on there till he's 37. Hasn't started off too good for my man. Yeah, that's... Hurt again. But that team is going to continue building, continue making some things. Garrett Cole's pitching like it now. And I guess we can segue there. April monthly awards, Garrett Cole, pitcher of the month. It's not all bad for your Yankees, man. He's no. pitching like the ace that you wanted, the Absolutely. ace you deserve. The shitty part is it's happening when the rest of the team is falling apart. Usually it's him that we kind of have to try to get on board with the offense or with our bullpen, but it's uh, – He's he's like that meme of the guy that's like sitting at a desk and the whole thing is on fire and he's just in the middle sitting there. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. casually <laughs> – the thing is, weren't you feeling this way last year, though? Weren't no, you feeling this way last year I, I a little feel, bit more? Like, oh, they were having some some trouble there. Everybody's calling for Aaron's job, and then it went I off. I mean, it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of become a thing with the Yankees where, where they, they start slow. They hurt, they're hurt. They're they, stay, hurt. they get hurt, and they stay hurt. Yeah. And it's one guy after another, and it seems like it's kind of a little domino effect where you get one guy, then another guy, then another guy, and the next thing you know, your fucking list is at 20 people yeah. long about. That's always. I. And, I actually have a question. Do they not have fucking trainers or fucking people that can Dude. stretch them out or something? They do. They oh, do. my gosh. <laughs> they Dude, they're probably all in New York, man. The city never sleeps, bro. You think of, you think uh, you think L.A., Miami, nightlife's pretty crazy. New York's pretty crazy as well. New York is nuts, especially the Bronx. But my, I don't understand how so many guys are hurt every fucking year for this team. Yeah, it's a regular thing. With Carlos Rodon. Our biggest uh, offseason. Yeah, so I, I was I had to circle back because it was it was on the notes. What you got to say about Carlos Rodon? Carlos Rodon, I think, <laughs> I think he's a pussy. Yeah. It started off with his elbow. Okay, cool. I get that. His arm, like it, that makes sense. So he's been rehabbing since spring training, the whole first month, and it just came back that now his back hurts. Yeah, what does it hurt from? What are you doing that that's making your back hurt? Hey, man, some chronic I got, I got illness some, or I got, something. I got the quote right here. He said, hey, I was able to throw off the mound. Doesn't feel right. Yeah, he said, I can't put, uh, well, no. He says, tentative schedule. Carlos Rodon said that he is he has been told his back issue is chronic. He is tentatively scheduled to have a cortisone injection next week. Asked if a July return is realistic. He said, I can't put a timeline on anything. I'll get this injection, and I want to throw as soon as I can. And so, we just gave this guy $162 million fucking yes. dollars. So after, Are you serious? After he gets his epidural, Carlos, <laughs> how, how do you feel 
Well, I mean, he would be like your your all star break acquisition if that's going to happen. I mean, but you still got to find your group. It's not like he's going to come out and just be lights out for us. Maybe. He is a fucking dog like that when he's on the mountain, but we haven't seen him pitch in New York. You see how certain players play in New York. Yeah, we talked about that, right? I mean, that, spot, that spotlight in New York can be uh, real bright for some people. So I don't want our, you know, all-star game, you know, hopes to be, I don't, oh, I don't Carlos think... Rodon's coming back. Like, that's what we shouldn't be hoping for is that he's going to be the difference maker. I don't think the spotlight gets to Rendon. I think what happens is you just still don't have a lineup. He just doesn't care. I, I don't think he cares. Oh, yeah, I don't either. I mean, you he get, got you paid. Get a, His money's yeah, guaranteed. You get, you get a bag and you get hurt your first year and you're like, yeah. Really He's on not, the last really place not Yankees the worst, team. Really not the worst thing in the world right now. You know I, mean? I don't know. I've, I'm just very upset that he's hurt, which, I mean, it's fair, I guess. John Carlos stands hurt. All these guys are hurt, but Carlos Rodon was supposed to be our one-two punch with Cole. So, so the year started, Carlos, like, World, Ser- World Series were, was the expectation. Absolutely. It always is. Every year. Realistically, I think if the Yankees were healthy, they would have been a World Series contender this year. Because I think the Astros would have struggled this year. Not to the point where they would lose the division. I don't think they would do that. But the Yankees have a really good team when healthy. But for that to happen, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. That's the hard part. They're stretching before a game, I guess. I guess guys can't. <laughs> or, or after. Or after. Get on the elliptical before 10 minutes. Nope. The, the best of ability is availability, man. Exactly. And they don't have it right and They don't now. have that because apparently they don't have bands or something in New York. I don't get it. Dude, it's crazy. Injury bugs, man. They hit everybody, but you guys have been hit pretty bad. But Right. It's not all bad. Yeah, we're in last place, but we are 17 and 16. I mean... That division is really going to come down to... Everybody's going to beat each other up, man. Yeah, exactly. It's going to come down to game 162. Like yeah. you said, not all bad. Garrett Cole was pitcher of the month. He's 5-0 and with a 1.1 ERA. Has 44 strikeouts on the year. He has been very, very, very good. So, like you said, it's not all bad, but it's a lot of bad. Down the line on the monthly awards, Matt Chapman, man, he's going to get a bag for sure, right? Yeah, Free he agent at the dude, end of the year, bro. Lighten it up this year. He Cardinals, signed the Cardinals one year. Might give him, the Cardinals might give him a bag. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. I mean, that wouldn't have been a bad guy to go after when they were going after uh, Arenado as well. They I mean, played at the same high school, man. I know. That's crazy. I huh? know. That's one of them was a shortstop, wasn't so it? So Nolan was, was a Nolan, shortstop, yeah. and then Matt was a sophomore coming up and uh, when Nolan was a senior. It's crazy, man. One Can high you school. imagine that shit? The, the left side of the infield in high school. Yeah. The guys on Matt the team were like, these guys are good. Like, these guys are going to the fucking league. Bro. And it's crazy. Like, you were on that same team. You know what I mean? These guys are good, man. And then you realize, like, you were in the presence of two platinum award-winning right. gold glove. Platinum glove Imagine winning. being the left fielder on that team. Like, yeah, I got to play with Chapman and Arenado. On That'd the left so side. Imagine, so bro. It's crazy, man. Yeah. So, Matt, Matt Chapman, player of the month in the AL. And then on the, on the NL side, Acuna Jr. is, you know, fortifying – what could be his first MVP season, my man. I can see it. 352, 440 on base, 546 flash line. And on the bases with 13 stolen bases, he's definitely taking advantage of the new rules, bigger bases. Going for that 40-40 season. He came, he did, well, he's already been 30-30, right? Yeah. He's already been 30-30, so 40-40. We haven't seen 40-40 since, I believe, Alfonso Soriano. It's a long, long time ago. That'd be cool to see, man. I mean, that, dude, the Braves are great, too. <coughs> That's a got, really good team. The Braves are a really, really good team. You got your pitching back. Your fucking lineup's hitting on, on all cylinders right now. It seems like with the Cunha freaking uh, Ozzy Albies is out there hitting bombs on the regular right now. Like, Sean Murphy, yeah, Sean Murphy is popping off for them. Dude, I want to know Matt Olson still. I mean, how great of a pickup was Matt Olson after Freddie Freeman left? Like, fuck, it's like you didn't even miss a beat over there. I want to know what the negotiating tactics are over there. Oh, shit, especially when you're locking up guys like Michael Harris for freaking darn near nothing. It seems like we well, got you got a Cunha for eight years, a hundred. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Dude, like, compared to what he could have got, like, compared to one of these Machado deals, or, Dude, you know what I mean? What happens with Soto? Soto? Yeah. He's going to get half a bill. I mean, but who's going to give it to him? I mean, the thing is, he's going to be 25 when he's a free agent. Yeah. So he'll be younger than what Bryce Harper was, younger than what Machado was, Corey Seager, all them boys. He was the best player on the world, best hitter on the World Series uh, winning team. 
Now in San Diego, he hasn't been hitting for the average that he was with the Nationals. Isn't he? He's actually struggling pretty bad. Yeah, right now. he's struggling. And, you know his. You know what? What is major league average for? You know for a guy like Juan Soto, we we see as struggling. But I don't anticipate this being too long. As now he has his guys there, he has his security yeah. batting in front of him and behind him. He's gonna see pitches to hit. He's gonna figure it out. I think he stays in San Diego. San Diego's gonna give him. Somewhere close. I mean, if they were going to give Aaron Judge 440. I mean, that's gonna, true. If yeah. they were going to give Aaron Judge 440, they're going to give 30 years old. Yeah, that's also very so, true. So, you know, everybody's going to be on Shohei because that's what every team has to say to yeah. keep their fans happy. Yeah. And we obviously, I think we talked about it when I was on last time. Shohei, it, it could only really be four or five places realistically. Yeah. Realistically, four or five teams have the kind of capital and the kind of media market to support a talent like Shohei. Well, and I'm, pre- and I'm pretty sure he has said that he would prefer to stay on the West Coast. So, I don't think he goes East. I mean, I'm sure money talks, right? But He said that thing after he played the Yankees. That, oh, I'll be cool playing in New York. But I think uh, maybe taking on a yeah. context a little bit. Yeah, like, I think so, he, too. I don't I, see him being in New York. I, I, was, I, he, just, he said it. He said it just to say it, just yeah. to not he try to New make York. any. Yeah, in New York, exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Just he, to kind of get the fan base. Yeah, and just up. to be like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, it'd be cool to play here, but no, I'll probably never do it. Yeah, like, I don't. I I don't have my expectations on Otani. It'd be sweet. I'd love it, but I don't. I mean, the only other team out in the East that could really do it is probably the Red Sox or the Mets. I guess the Mets. Steve too, Cohen loves throwing money. That's just true. At anybody. That shit's gonna be funny. I mean, I don't. The Mets. I don't think they're any closer to World Series than they were last year. No. Last year they won 103 games, lost in the Wild Card Series to the Padres. I say they got worse than they got last year. Well, and they don't have their All Star closer. They. That I hurts. mean. Yeah. I don't know. You know, Justin Verlander, Jacob Degrom. When they're both on, I mean, it's hard to say who's really a lot better. Degrom, I think, is the better pitcher right now when both healthy, but. I mean, we saw Verlander came back, had, got shelled. Got shelled. I mean, it's gonna take Scherzer, a little. Scherzer came back too, and also got shelled. Dude, yeah, Scherzer, man, he got caught like Wizard of Oz with that sticky shit. Hey, for real. And did you see his first game back? All his spin rates for all his pitches were down. down all of them. Ball. Yeah. I'm not gonna say he's a cheater, but clearly it's affecting him. Yeah. Because if your there balls aren't spinning, there. then something's up. Yeah, there was something there. Yeah, it's throwing cement mixers now, man. They ain't moving. So that's why I think the Mets are in a lot of trouble. It's. I mean, it's too early to panic they're 17 and 16 i think it's way too early to panic but if i was a mets fan i'd be very worried right now because your two aces are not looking great and verlander i'm sure will figure it out his first outing after an injury but still like yeah i mean don't get me wrong i think these guys can figure it out but still i mean it's it's is the lineup going to continue to produce is your bullpen going to be able to hold up i mean who's their closer right now robertson i believe right dude yeah, David, David Robertson is as they're being Adam used Adovino, as they're close or Alabino, yeah. Like, are these guys going to be able to hold up? Is that bullpen going to hold up for you? Like, I don't know. Kind of bounced around a little bit, but you know, we're like I said, we're fit to the way through the season beyond the obvious, right? Like the historical start of the Tampa Bay Rays, the Pirates still doing what they're doing, even though they lost five straight. Still I was about in first to say, place. Yeah, they just lost five straight. But. Is there any player out there that has either shocked you in a good way? Or in a bad way, Carlos, to start the year? Player that shocked me in a good way or a bad way. Hmm. Right off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. I mean, for me, it's Bogarts. I mean, Bogarts uh, kind of went to San Diego and just kind of, I mean, instantly just took off. I mean, the dude was good, obviously, and I don't know if it's just because he was playing for the Red Sox. And I don't understand the narrative there at towards the end of his his uh, career with the Red Sox, where they were diminishing how good of a player he was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I didn't understand like, that. Like I didn't understand that. Like you won a World Series in '18. You know, after Mookie Betts left, you you have to say that he he was it, you know him and Devers were one A and one B offensively. Yeah. And then all this disrespect about his defense and all that came out of nowhere. And I don't know if that was New England area bracing for him leaving. Yeah, they didn't want to get hurt. And they were just talking shit. Probably. Because that didn't make no sense to me. Like, I was like, this guy is really one of those guys. He's top five shortstop. Oh, he's fucking showing it now. now and now you're really seeing it. Out and here then you see he's hitting fourth 
on a lineup that consists of Manny Machado, Juan Soto, and Fernando Tatis. Like he he's he's a guy that won't be the vocal leader, but he'll show it with this play. We were just talking about that fucking lineup, bro. When you get you get those guys at the top four, and then Nelson Cruz in a, in a five spot. Like, Matt Carpenter, you got yeah, Matt Trent Carpenter, Grisham, Jake, Jake Cronenworth. Like that, that lineup's stupid, man. That lineup's top to bottom is really good. Trent Grisham's your nine guy, like. Told you, man. It's Dylan Brooks M- MLB, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't like that dude. But Carlos, you got anybody, man? Yeah, a I, team or, or or a player that um, you feel like ah, man, I was not seeing that. So yeah, as much as I hate to say it, uh, both the Baltimore Orioles and the Boston Red Sox. I had these two teams both being at the bottom of the standings. I mean, and when it's all said and done, they might be. Who knows? I mean, but as of right now, Baltimore's twenty-two and ten. 22 and 10. Baltimore Orioles are 22 and 10. And the Red Sox are 20 and 14. Um, their pickup this offseason, the Red Sox, Masaka Yoshida. Oh, yeah. Man, he's been as advertised. Like, this dude's a hitting machine. He's batting over 300. He has 24 RBIs. I mean, this dude. 15 game hit streak. Yeah. And they got him. And his from... last 14 games alone, he's batting close to 500. He's 446. The 29-year-old rookie, man, he did it to us in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Hit a home run off his front foot to tie the game against Mexico. Dude, uh, the dude's good. And, I mean, and when and they, they thought it was an overpay, right? He got $90 million. Yeah, a lot and, of people were giving the Red Sox a lot know, of shit. He was a that. career 327 hitter in the MPB over there in Japan, which – they would say it's the equivalent of AAA baseball, maybe, you know, a level above. Would you say 4A? That was the thing you said? Yeah. Paul DeJong. <laughs> Paul DeYoung, dude. That guy's a freaking... <clears throat> so he hit 327 in, in Japan, and obviously they're like, oh, it doesn't always translate, but check it out, man. My man is hitting 317 in the show, and he's on his way to possibly securing a rookie of the year in the American League on a team that is playing in the toughest division in baseball. And who knows? He he may be a, a cornerstone of a team that makes a wild card run. Right, and so that's that's what's really kind of caught me by surprise as of now is those Red Sox and Orioles. I mean, Tampa Bay by no surprise is leading the league in batting average, but in second place is the Red Sox and the Orioles are ninth. So these guys hit the ball; they hit the ball very very well, and that's where being a Yankees fan really pisses me off when they're twenty seventh and then last place. Like it shows you got to hit the ball, you know. Cool. Baseball one to one, you got to be able to hit the ball, well, and these guys can't do it. And that, the Red Sox division. and the Orioles are both very, very well do good at that. And that division, I mean, that's a very, very powerful division all around, top to bottom. I mean, if you ain't hitting, if you ain't able to play out there on a regular basis, you're never, you're never gonna have a shot in that division. Right. I mean, that division's too good. Teams top to bottom, like you said, it's and especially now with the Orioles actually fucking being able to win some ball games now, like that division just got that much harder. Right, you, you so, can't have a lineup in the AL East that sprinkle with some power. You'd like the Guardians wouldn't do it in the AL East. No, never. Like the Guardians lineup would not, you know, hold a stick to any of those teams. You have to pitch, but like you mentioned, Carlos, you have to have you, some consistency. So, like in a boxing match, you have to have some power for them to respect you. Right. If they if they don't respect you, they're just gonna walk right through you. So it's one of those things, man. So yeah, I mean. That's, and that's me not being biased. Like, I, I hate the Red Sox, but they're playing really good baseball right now. So, kudos to them. Kudos to the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, freaking Kike out there making some fucking amazing plays at, at shortstop. Yeah, that's not fucking surprising. One no. hoppers, one hoppers right at him, like he's diving a, backhand. And he's always had a flair for the dramatic, man. Always had a flair for the dramatic. That's for sure. I'm like, damn, this dude's on the highlight reel every night. I swear to God. Yeah, man. But. Zach Gallon, man, he is is my guy right now. Who's leading the third place now? They started off hot. Diamondbacks started off hot, but now the third place Arizona Diamondbacks in the NL West. That was my thing. There was just how how long they'd be able to, uh, you know, hold hold that that I guess wave. You know what I mean? Like you don't see that from that team on a regular basis. So it's it really just comes down to are you going to be able to do this for a full season because if you're not you're going to fall and you're going to fucking lose it you know they're adjusting to what the game is now you know getting on base causing disruptions on the base pass they have a lot of speed on that team Ooh, mookie just go deep no he didn't oh ocean breeze bro dang <laughs> he looked at it like he did i don't like this guy Nick martinez yeah we are watching the dodger padre game 4-2 right now padres are up on the dodgers 
Bottom of the eighth, man. We got a lot of good series as well this week. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off the last little. Oh, you're we're good, man. About. You're good. It's, we it's, got a lot of good series this weekend with the Dodgers, the Padres. You have the Dod or you have um, the Yankees and Rays. Yankees and the Rays. You also have Houston playing Seattle. Not that that one's all that big from what I'm seeing, at least so far this year in that division. But they you know, dubbed it. It will have you know, some impact. Rivalry week, I guess. You yeah, know, that's what they they dubbed it this weekend. You know, you have those series that you mentioned. They're closing out the weekend right now. And then the Braves are playing the Mets too. Is that right? No, the Braves are playing the Orioles. The Mets are at. The Mets are playing Colorado. There was another big uh, series going on too, like that. Can't remember who it was, but Pittsburgh and Toronto is going to be good simply because Pittsburgh is a, obviously not a fraud, fraudulent team. I don't think. A fifth of the way through the season, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, they, lost, they lost five straight, you know, like it right. can go both directions. But. Again, another one of those teams like Arizona where it's like can you can can you keep this up the whole year? You know what I mean? Or is are these are these losing are these little losing streaks gonna get longer than you than, I mean, than P- they can, I guess. Pittsburgh definitely was the team that Every, it caught everybody by surprise because I don't. Yeah, I don't. There's Andrew, no way Andrew McCutcheon shows up and fucking acts like he's 25 again and <laughs> out there hitting bombs trying to win MVPs. Like, I mean, you get a presence like that, dude thinks he can play again, and he's he's had a pretty good start to the season. It's funny they lost now five games and they're still in first. I mean, they, it's only a game lead, but I mean that that just goes to show you how hot they were this past month, really. And how garbage the central is. And how garbage the central is. Facts. Yeah, they're at first at twenty and three with the Brewers right behind, or twenty and thirteen with the Brewers right behind them at eighteen and thirteen. St. Louis back nine and a half at ten and twenty-two. God, just start looking forward to next year. Next year, bro. Well, relax, relax. Like I said, wait for tomorrow. If Wainwright goes out and shits the bed, yeah, I'm calling it a wash on the season. Sorry, don't care. Can't tell me nothing else. Change my fucking mind. If he goes out and he gets rocked, I'm calling it a wash. 10 and 22. I mean, we got to think about what teams have made a turnaround on a season that started this bad. I mean, how how much of a turnaround can you get? You're you're hoping you're hoping for a wild card at this point. And if you get in, more than likely you're probably going to squeeze right in. You know what I mean? And hey, I get it. Phillies did it last year. You know what I mean? You get, you get hot and you get to a World Series, but uh it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot and I don't know that they got it in them. Well, um, staying in that division, another guy that's really popped out is Justin Steele, starting pitcher for the for Cubs. The Cubs, dude's been hot. Four and zero with a one point four ERA. I mean, dude's dealing. Nobody's talking about him. Whoever has him on their fantasy team is very happy with him. Is that you? <laughs> nope. I wish. Is it you? I, psh, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not but <enough>. yeah, I, <laughs> Justin Steele is having a sneaky, very good Cy Young type year. Um, not saying he's going to win it, but he has the numbers to back him up as of now, which is through five starts. Did you guys do predictions? Like, it's who's going to win MVP, who's going to win all that? Yeah. Yeah. You guys did that? Who was your Cy Young pick? My Cy Young pick for the National League was I picked Sandy to go back-to-back. And then for the American League, I can't remember who I picked for the AL. But I know I picked Sandy for I think the I NL picked, because I, and Sandy I think I, is uh, not looking too hot. Not right now. No, he he also had the Chicago White Sox winning the division. Yeah, I had Damn. the White Sox win the division. That, that, that ain't looking hot at all. <laughs> that who did, one was who did you have, Carlos? Who did you have, AL? And- for Cy Young, I think I had Luis Castillo. And then for DNL, I can't remember Luis who Luis Castillo's I had. with the Mariners. Mariners. Yes. Oh, I thought you said the NL. My bad. No, yeah, the NL, I can't remember who I said for the NL. But I, did have, I do know I picked Luis Castillo. Remember when you were trying to argue with me that Lucas Giolito was just as good as Luis Castillo? And I told you you were crazy for thinking that. No, we were we were talking about uh not Lucas Giolito. It was about uh Jose Barrios. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was just doing it to give you shit. I knew that they, I knew that wasn't the case. I think oh Jose Barrios is horrible. Dude. That guy can't. That guy can't figure it out. He's got so much run on his fucking ball, like, but he doesn't know where to start it and where it's gonna end, and that's why I think he's so bad. He's got Barrios, great stuff. I mean, but what he turned like a season and a half with the Twins into him getting traded for. Some collateral there to the Blue to Jays. To Toronto, yeah. Now the I Blue mean, Jays are looking to maximize whatever they gave up. 
I mean, return. don't get me wrong. The Blue Jays are still looking pretty good. I mean, yeah. they got a lineup over there that can fucking hit. That bangs. No. Yeah, I mean, that lineup bangs hard. And uh, their pitching staff is doing okay with uh, you got Gosman over there kind of leading the charge. I mean, the dude can pitch, too. He, but Gosman was definitely a crazy reclamation project. You know, he went from the Orioles to the Giants. And then that, that one year with the Giants when they won the 108 games. It was, kind of, it was it, he, he's kind crazy. of revived him. Yeah, it's it crazy. You know I, mean? I mean, he continued that with the Blue Jays. Vladdy just had himself a nice series against the Red Sox. He had like three bombs, I believe. I mean, Vladdy's a very, very good player. As much as I, I hate mean, him. so is, so is Bo. I think Bo Bichette over there is a real, real nice piece that they have too. That uh, doesn't get talked about enough because you have a Vladdy and you have George Springer out there too, and you know, but Bo Bichette I think is a, is you a gotta pay part. you gotta pay him both. Oh, without a doubt, you yeah. Them both. Without a doubt, I and mean, they're both coming up. I think on their contract year. If it's not this year, it has to be next year. Well, they've been in the league for at least for a while now. Four I think. years, and they they hit they hit free agency unless they sign like some early. Let's see. Let's see where, when they Whoa. reach free agency. Whoa. We got. He won't be a free agent until 2026. That's Bo Bichette. 2026. That's in three years. He's gonna be what? He is currently 25. So 28. Will be his 20. That's his prime, man. Uh, yeah. get him. So he's gonna get a nice check by then. Yeah. As long as he keeps it up, he'll get a he'll get a nice bag. And hey, you used to get sign him early in an extension there, and stays in Toronto. Then that ain't bad either. Aoe man. It's a juggernaut, man. It's a juggernaut. They might have four playoff teams this year. Who knows? Yeah, man. They have four playoff teams right now. I mean, and I can see. I mean, the only other teams you really got to worry about is the NL West because the Central, yeah, the Central's not going to get anybody other than who wins that division. Twins. Which, yeah, which is probably going to be the Twins. And then the AL West, I mean, if Houston can't figure it out, which I'm sure they will. I'm not worried about Houston, but – as of right now, it's the Rangers and I believe Houston's in second. So, I mean, that's the only other team. The Angels are done. The Damn. A's are done. Angels are done. The huh? Mariners are done. Angels aren't done, man. Yeah. Now the the, the Angels. Uh, Artie Moreno is going to be in the clubhouse, giving these guys stipends to make sure they start keep <laughs> playing well, so he can keep getting paid on these tickets because he's not going to want to look up in July. July and be like, I have to trade Shohei. Because we're not going to make the playoffs, and I ain't going to get nothing for him. I don't believe that's going to happen. I don't believe that's going to happen. Well, I don't, and I don't think Shohei signs there regardless of how much money he yeah, gives him. I mean, he I won't, but it's one of those things where he wanted, he's going to want to find – he's going to want to look safe face in front of the fans where he doesn't want to look like the one that gave up. He's going right. to say, I gave I everything, everything I could yeah. because that prospect that he go out and get – it's not going to make anything. It's not going to be anything in comparison. Right, it's going to piss off a lot of people if he trades them. Yeah, I think it makes sense to trade them, but I mean, if you're end, at the end of the day, fuck. I mean, if you're a fan, you should kind of see that. You, if you're if you're a serious baseball fan, you should kind of see that. Okay, I mean, maybe that was the right thing to do because maybe he did know that he wasn't going to re-sign him and instead go. I don't care what kind of a pro you're going to get prospects and you're going to get really good prospects a too. Lot. So. I don't care who you are. If you know that Otani is not coming back, or you have that gut feeling that it's like a ninety-five percent shot he's not coming back, why are you not going to try to get your team better? Why? The and thing is, you're going to get a, a a prospect call from somebody that may just be going for it, a team that you may not think that has even a chance to resign him, but it's going to go out and give some top prospects to get this guy. Well, and that's what I'm saying. As a, as an owner, as a, as Artie Moreno, the GM of the Angels. You know, if if you have that feeling that Shohei's not coming back to you, regardless of what you give him, why are you not going to try to make try to make that team better? Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Why not trade his ass to try to get some guys that are gonna make your team better for the next couple of years? Because now you don't have Otani, and now you're gonna suck again, and regardless, just to keep the fan base happy. Yeah, I guess, to keep the fan the, base happy. I mean, you're gonna be happier when we're winning than when we lose Otani and we're still losing. And I was just, I was telling him, man, you gotta, you, I'll give you Otani, but you got to take Rendon with you. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> Two for one package. Yeah. Like, like, you, gotta take, you take both of them. Yeah. We'll just get throw them in there for you. You don't even got to give us anything yeah. for him. Like, just, just on the side, assume that liability, <laughs> you can have Otani. 
Yeah, that's not a bad idea if you're Artie Moreno. This might be the best way to get rid of him. And he, the whole thing about selling the team too, and now he's like not like he really fumbled. If you know with valuations, I would say it, it could be that either sports franchises are hyper valued right now because of the present day and all the crazy shit. But if he would have got like three bill for the Angels, I would he would have came out good. Oh yeah, dude. I would have sold that thing in a heartbeat. Super fast. And mm-hmm. that just goes back to like caring about winning. I don't know how you own the team and don't care about winning. Like, I don't know. I, in my head, it just doesn't make sense. Well, it's like anything you do. You know what I mean? If you're not going to do it to be good at it, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it at all? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because the number one time you make money is when you get the collective bargaining agreement. But the second time you make more money is when you set the mo- when you get the most money is when you sell it. Like yeah. you're not, you're gonna get your windfall when you sell it. Yeah, Crazy so times. it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, the Angels are in second place right now. You know what I mean? They're sitting a game behind the Rangers, eighteen and fourteen, and then the Astros are two and a half at sixteen and fifteen. If it so. comes down to the end of the year and the Angels are I don't know, within five games of that division, it's going to be very shitty because I doubt they get a wild card looking at how the East is. Yeah. And Otani's probably going to walk at the end of the year, so you really got nothing out of this. Well, other that's than, what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's I get it, you know what I mean? But if you – it's it's a it's a tough decision where you got to sit down and really have these conversations with Otani, with his management, with his – you know what I mean, his agent, with everyone, and be like, look, I'm willing – I'm willing to do this, like as long as I know that I have a le- a legit sh- like chance of keeping you here. If you don't want to stay here and you already have it in your mind that you're going somewhere else, just let me know because I at the end of the day need to do what's best for this organization. And if Otani does his re- his representation, do what they do. You don't tip your hands because you're gonna get the biggest contract That's in what baseball. I'm saying. Like, you're gonna get you're gonna get you're gonna get let out to a team for half a season that's going to have a shot at winning the World Series, obviously. So now you have a chance to get your ring, and at the end of it, you're going to get fucking paid regardless. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, Otani, Otani's doing stuff that we've never seen before, may never see again, and he's going to get paid like that as well. I mean, you think he cracks the five, the, the half a bill? He has to. I, mean, I think he does. I mean, you got to try that 426, and he has to. What was that crazy stat on Otani that just came out after his last out, after he diced up the Cardinals? Well, again, that doesn't really... He was like, you got Dice it up ain't really a whole lot there. <laughs> Everybody's fucking dicing those guys up right now. Well, he got the 500 strikeouts 500 strike and 100 home runs. Yep, that's what yeah. I was thinking of. 13 strikeouts against the Cardinals. What was it, like the only other guy was Babe Ruth? Yep. I think Babe Ruth's a myth. Never existed. That guy's fucking fake. He just struck out. Fuck, off dude. to the officers and milkmen. That, that shit was fucking, yeah, made up, dude. This is a bunch of, uh, this is like the team uh, from the Czech Republic at the World Baseball Classic <laughs> that just gets together at, in the afternoons to play a little game of baseball. Like, then, I don't know. It's crazy times. Crazy Babe Ruth's supposedly the greatest player. I don't know about all that. You can't say that anymore. No, man. Maybe for that era. Yeah. We, go, we go the era thing, but not. Not that, man. No. Babe Ruth was not hucking 100 miles per hour. Yeah, no, definitely not. He well, also wasn't seeing it every fucking at-bat like you do nowadays. You see fucking 100 miles from any one to any nine, like, and any nine, sometimes you're seeing 103, 104, like. was about 15 inches of run. Yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. I, I, I mean, if you're an Angels fan, you got to be. On yeah, the roller coaster I mean, ride right now. I mean, you gotta you gotta kind of be ready for it to happen in case it does. I mean, but like I, you said, they, they just are... really haven't given those fans much to really hang on to, though. Well, I mean, you know, like right now we're just you resign Trout, you get I them mean, excited. They 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 kind of just you signed Rendon. Rendon they was just blue ball them, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what, what they do. do? About that? They they really just blue ball their fans. Oh, here's Pujols, ten years. Yeah, at ten the years. time, that's very oh, exciting. Yeah, they even spend at, the money. Even at the time, I thought it was a pretty bad thing because they, Pujols Pujols the last like two three years in St. Louis, you saw his numbers start to decline. Uh, I mean, he was yeah, he was still batting three hundred. I think that last year in St. Louis, he hit like two ninety something. You know what I mean? But you started seeing those numbers decline little by little. Then he leaves, and it just turns really bad. And you're like, well, you know, I could have kind of saw that coming, but at the same time, you never know what happens, right? But yeah, that goes bad. Then you sign Anthony Rendon right after that, and that just goes from bad to worse. Like, yeah, man, it it's not working out. 
Artie Marino ain't making the right choices or right decisions, I guess, going after the wrong people. But at the same time, how do you know that these guys are going to get hurt and not perform? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that you can't, you at least you don't expect. You know what I mean? And shit, when it happens, it just fucking happens sometimes. So what do you do about it, right? What do you do, man? What do you do? But, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Been a good season, though. Anything else that you guys have kind of seen out there that's caught your eye Luis Garcia going down with a uh, Tommy John huh yeah I guess we the, the they're making a big emphasis of you know the pitch clock and all that how they feel like maybe some guys are are getting hurt because they're not in the routine that they were used to the composure between pitches and all that that one stings for Houston yeah that one hurts I mean he's a he's a guy that you know can come up and really put it down for your team in any kind of situation and do you think uh any of this was caused because he also had to change his wind up. I mean, it could have been new too. movements. I mean, not necessarily that his arm slot was very much different, but I mean, it's just a whole new, you know, how you approach, how you warm up type of thing. And that, it could be, you know what I mean? It could be a, a magnitude of things. You never know exactly what it is or where it comes from, you know what I mean? But uh, like you said, that being kind of the big one where now you're not really able to kind of do your own thing and all of a sudden for some people now you're rushed you know what i mean and so what does that do to the body and how does that affect everything i don't know you know so i mean i that definitely hurts the astros but i mean i still think they'll be all right i mean who else do they have to pitch so i mean now you're going off of christian javier and hunter brown hunter brown I mean, hunter brown who's pitched well they're well. good guys you know what i mean but I mean, Luis Garcia was a guy that uh, kind of came in in any kind of situation. He did it in the postseason. You saw him do it in a. You saw him do it in the World Baseball Classic too, where he comes in for six innings and just shuts the door. Like, I mean. Yeah, but you're telling me you who do you feel more confident getting to the playoffs, the Houston Astros or the Los Angeles Angels? Well, I mean, no, I don't, at this point, neither. You don't feel confident in either of them getting to the playoffs? No. You don't. Somebody, see somebody got to win that division, though. Well, is it going to be mean, Texas? Texas over there still. I mean, Texas right now is is I I'd, I'd see you're riding the backs of Andrew Haney and Nathan Evaldi. I mean, but again, they I, mean, I mean, but I, again, even Houston, you get Houston into a, into the postseason, and are they going to be able to do it without a guy like like Luis Garcia? Yeah, uh, they've done it before. I mean, Houston has the experience. They just won it last year. Like they're not who. It, I think Texas is a good team. Don't get me wrong. I do think they'll make the playoffs. But, like, I, I mean, I'm not counting out Houston. That to make the playoffs, it might be, you know, a year early. Because, you know, they did spend all that money. Right. But they probably thought it was going to take a couple of years to get there to and make who, the playoffs. And who knows how long the ground's really out for. That's going to hurt, too. The ground didn't look good, man. He grabbed his forearm, man. That did not look good. <laughs> no. 15-day IL. I mean, that's minimum, you would think. I mean, that just didn't feel right, especially with a guy that's, you know, it's gotten hurt constantly. Yeah, it's it's not hurt. it's not something you want to hang your hat on. It's him bouncing back. So that's why I don't know. I think I think Houston's going to be all right. I'm not worried about them at all. The Angels, on the other hand, I think are a way worse team than the Houston Astros. I mean, it might not show right now, but when it's all said and done, I do see Houston being there over the Angels. Over the Angels for sure. Yeah, Texas, right. eh, I don't know about that yet. That's but. what I'm saying. I mean, right now it's kind of a toss-up. I I think this uh, Luis Garcia injury hurts them a little bit more than maybe you guys do. But, um, I mean, I think I think Texas right now, to me, is looking like the favorite to win that division. In my eyes, at least. I just I just wouldn't sleep on – I wouldn't sleep on Seattle, though. I mean, Seattle, I mean, Seattle will figure it out. Everybody's going to beat up on Oakland, but Seattle's going to figure it out. I, I know. mean, at least you hope, right? Was it Robbie Ray? They lost Robbie Ray for Robbie the year. Robbie Ray's yeah. done for the year. But those young guys, man, Flacco, man, Logan Gilbert and those guys, Kirby, they've they got some guys over there, man. They do. I mean, Houston's team ERA is the second best in the league. Seattle's fourth. So, I mean, their pitching's there. How are you fourth best in the league and still can't? Uh, your your lineup sucks. Yeah, your lineup was uh, we, their the worst. The worst, the worst, yeah. worst yeah. yeah. So their pitching is literally fourth. ERA wise and their lineup I mean, average wise is last. I guess they are only one game under five hundred at the moment. So I mean, bad. in a division where the Rangers are leading it at eighteen and twelve. Like, Dude, we might be getting the old Josh Hader right now. 
the one that the Padres signed right away. He's throwing, he's throwing the ball ten feet in the air. The one that got traded to San Diego. Yeah, that one. The one that was there. <laughs> not the playoff one or not the yeah, not NL the, reliever not, of the month. Yeah, but not, not the Brewers of Josh Hader. Dude, I'm, I'm saying all this. He's gonna just strike out I Chris know, Taylor. Okay. Padres are up five two right now. Bottom of ninth. Top ninth. Oh, top of the ninth. My bad. Hater in the pitch. Try to close it out. You got one guy on. I think he walked. Uh, who was it that he walked? You know, I'd love to step in the box. Not even because to try to hit the ball. Because I would strike out ten out of ten oh, times. Oh shit! I'd fucking hit a bomb off these guys. You wouldn't even Bro, see it. Sunday League's got me ready. How you guys doing in Sunday League? Uh, I mean, the team's fucking sucked that we've I, played. Every team you guys played is uh, yeah. just yeah. garbage? Just bad. They're all bad? <laughs> yeah. The team we played this last weekend, I think the guys, the guys in the first game gave up in what? Like the fourth inning? The or fourth. The, the fourth inning, they were just like, yeah, we're just, we'll just end this one and play the next one. The next one, I think they ended in the third. Yeah. Damn. Not <laughs> even getting your money's worth <laughs> there, bro? They were like, yeah, I think it's over. We'll call it good now. So we were like, okay. Six, six and no one of the year. <laughs> Dude, who you guys playing out there? Man, you guys got to get out of that league. Bunch of nobodies, for real. Ooh, got him. Well, I guess we can go towards uh, these last little things that I had here. Um, yeah, man, let's Ra- finish it off. Rafael man. Devers with the Red Sox, man. Big shout out, shout out to him. Hit uh, home run number one fifty over there, right? Career one fifty. Guy bangs. So I mean, dude's been hitting. I mean, he's been hitting real well. All right, we were talking about Yoshida earlier. Um, you got. Rafael Devers over there too, still hitting bombs. So did he get paid this offseason? He, he, he did. He did. He did. Okay. He signed. He uh, signed an extension there. So big shout out to him. Congrats on number one fifty. That's always a big feat. You know yep. what I mean? Hitting the ten bombs years, like three thirteen. Liam Hendricks getting back on the mound. We talked about it last time. He beat cancer. So big shout out to him. But to see him get back on the mound, kind of gives you that extra little feel good. Uh, part of the story you know that just keeps adding to it so hopefully we get to see him back in a live game sometime soon that's awesome yeah that'd be definitely interesting to him and then the last one um that we had talked about earlier too was the uh submitting a request the night before for a standing ovation that's wild bro that's fucking stupid so dumb that's fucking stupid how is an umpire can you not be like have the presence of mind. All right. To start to yeah. All right. This guy is getting something special here. You know, let him have his moment. Like, everybody understands what's going on. We don't need to worry about the pitch clock for half a second. Like, fucking crazy. Like, you guys Those are fucking extra wild. 10, 15 seconds at That's the what I'm saying. Like, is going to make a difference. You guys are fucking wild. Like, just stop the pitch clock. Let him enjoy his moment. And then as soon as he's ready, all right, let's start the clocks back up. Let's get going. Like, you're telling me you literally can't stop the fucking clock for 30 seconds when you see that happening? Sometimes, how do you even know it's going to fucking happen? Hey, dude. Um, I don't know. I just have a feeling that, you know, I might get a standing ovation tomorrow. So, I need to submit the request now so I don't get a fucking strike called on me. Like, yeah, man. are you kidding me? Yeah, that's Are you stupid. kidding? Who was it? Cody Bellinger at Dodger Stadium yeah, where they were like, that. where the umpire was like, hey, man, get in the box here. Yeah. Like, we got to get going and shit. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. Like, like give the man that five seconds. Yeah, literally seriously. is all it takes. Just let the people enjoy, like, their time, especially in a situation like that where the fans want, like, the fans are giving you an acknowledgement for whatever you did and when you were there. You know what I mean? Ball game. Like, don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Carlos, what you got, man? Yeah, no, I had the same thing. I just had a uh, Liam Hendricks. I mean, that's one of the coolest things. He beat cancer. I mean, yeah, he was diagnosed, I think, in spring training early on this year and uh, about three, four months out, and he's beat it. So mad props to him. I really hope he comes back. And then I also have, uh, as if the Tampa Bay Rays weren't scary enough, The Tyler Glass now is making his rehab start this weekend. So Mm. just adding to that rotation. So expect to see him, I don't know, maybe in a week, maybe two weeks, but he's coming. And when he's on, that man is a very scary guy to have. I also saw opposing hitters. If you're on Tampa Bay Rays, you are on cloud nine right now. Your lineup's banging, your pitching is clicking on all cylinders. I mean Well remember you lost Jeffrey Springs too. That was off to a hot start. So now you get a Tyler Glass now back in which there and didn't affect him at all. Well I mean, no, it didn't affect him, but now you get a Tyler Glass now back in there to in essence replace him. You know what I mean? And it's like oh shit, we might have just got even better still. Exactly. Like, so I mean they are in my division but 
Tyler Glass now is on his way back, and that's a scary sight for the rest of the mm-hmm. league. That'll be a fun watch over there. But yeah. What about you, Jose? What you got, man? So I'm gonna wrap. First of all, thank you again for having me, man. You know, low lighter, one fifth of the one fifth of the season. You know, we got a couple of stories that are still developing, so I'm excited about that. But one thing I want to bring up, you know, in conjunction with the 2023 uh, April monthly award winners, James Zoutman, outfielder of the Los Angeles and Dodgers, rookie of the month, and a rookie of the month, and he came up to not much fanfare. He wasn't one that was on you know any you know top 10 list for for prospects he's a, a guy that played his four years at sacramento state and he has started off very very hot filling in for former mvp rookie of the year cody bellinger who by own respects is off to a hot start with the chicago cubs yeah, hitting over 300 i might have figured it out over there happy for him man i was you know happy that he's finding success again because i got to fall from grace that bad it's a little disheartening to see. But on the James Outman side, he, you know, started off hot. He's going to be the 19th Dodger to win Rookie of the Year most in league history. It's some good things, some good times. Dodgers have those prospects coming up. And I'm excited to see where the first place Dodgers take it from here. But, boys, thank you again for having me, man. I'm really happy to be here and always talking baseball. Uh, oh yeah always always fun always a good time and at the end of the day you know what i mean it gives us some time to really sit back and watch a little bit of baseball talk some baseball have a good time you know it's what we love to do so we thank y'all for uh, being here we thank you guys for listening um and we hope to see you guys next time let's get it carlos go yanks huh go yanks baby (laughs) (laughs) worst teams in the league but hey we stay fans we stay loyal we'll keep it up baby we'll see you guys next time thanks again Thank you.